Back again, still don't have an intro. Back again, still got a career. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Although we are on iTunes podcast now, which seems like a step. Well, if that's if that's uh, happened, then, you know, everything's A-OK. Yeah. Wicked. You know, one thing I didn't know about doing podcasts, which is weird and I didn't even think about, is, <laughs> it's when you, uh, is when people that you know bring up things that you were talking about in the podcast and they're like, "Oh, I heard on the I heard on the podcast that you did uh you did this or that with uh, at that show. Or I heard you did this and it, or you weren't feeling well last week." And you're like, "Fuck you. You weren't there. Like you weren't even there during that conversation." But also like, "Fuck yourself because you're You've the one just broadcast it." So yeah. That, so that, yeah. You're the one that recorded it. Airing dirty laundry. <clears throat> I guess I guess it's to realize the dirty laundry before you go on and <laughs> not true. say it. Instead of rambling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so uh, where are we at? This is number four. Seems to be going all right. Got a guest today, don't we? Yeah, we've got Jake coming in later over the airwaves. Jake, as you've heard us probably mentioning before, you know, is uh, an avid thinker. And Jake, uh, kill the noise for all the two people listening who don't know about EDM, probably our parents. Hi, Mum. And, uh, yeah, and he's an EDM DJ and he's a... Uh, what, yeah. what do you call it, EDM? It's... Dubstep, I guess. Dubstep yeah. house, mishmash, electronic music, all of that. But yeah, um, so yeah, welcome to number four. Let's see how we uh, <laughs> let's see how we go. But should we start with the tune? We should start with the tune. This is uh, Chami and Donny Sloan and Run It. This is uh, Shades.
Fantastic. That was smooth. Smooth. Oh, that was lucky. My coffee got made just in time. You did. I saw you running. Yeah, we had like 10 seconds left on the tune. <laughs> Nespre- just, like, just like a real radio dude. That espresso was taking too long. <laughs> so, uh, what whatever. Uh, my boiler's fixed, if anyone cares. Is it sick? Yeah, finally. Although I've got another problem. The, um, I've got a water softener because London water is really hard. That's very interesting. Please tell me more. And while, you, while you sip your coffee there, I'll... Uh, <clears throat> But the overflow valve in it is uh, defective or something that needs to be. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this, this doesn't seem as if we can run with it as long this week. <laughs> I could run with it. I just don't want to get, you know, I don't want to kill our uh, opportunities here. No, fair I'm, enough. I'm sure people are really interested in the rest of this, but my, my boiler issues. I know, I know one person who was. We won't mention right. him, her. Um <clears throat> Uh, why does everyone care about fighting this week? I guess it's because of that MMA UFC thing. Yeah, I, I pe- did you watch it? I peeped, not the fight. I watched. I got really excited about the Anthony Joshua fight recently. We he did the defended his title or something. I just, nev- I just never watched them. I don't know even know what I'm <laughs> watching. Like, is it- I, I'm, I'm not excited about it until it's the day of it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that. I want to see two dudes try and kill each other. But if, it's, this, if it's pay-per-view, though, how do you watch it? Uh, you pay. In the UK, you can pay. But is it, is it on Sky or something? Yeah, Sky or... Um, I don't know. I, do, I think if you go to a pub, which obviously, obviously is not really our scene, but if you go to a pub, pubs will sometimes be playing because they'll have like a sports license to play important things. Right. Yeah. It's kind of interesting It's when there's something at stake. Like, but that that guy Conor McGregor that fought yesterday or something, the Irish dude. Yeah, he fights in a completely different thing. And a couple of months ago, he fought against the guy who's the same weight as him, Floyd Mayweather. He fought against him in oh, boxing. That's that. Is that the guy that Fifty yeah. Cent, Fifty Cent always uh, Floyd Mayweather made fun yeah. of him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for not being able to, what was it? For, for not, not being, being able, able to read. read. And then he said, "Read this," and yeah, had like a. F- and it was a check for like two hundred million or something. Yeah. <clears throat> no man, you know, man. All for trying to kill someone else. All for getting your brain knocked around in your skull. That's the mad thing about that sport, is the object of the sport is to make the other guy's brain hit the side of his skull enough that he passes out. <laughs> okay, fine. F- fuck that, man. You, you couldn't pay me enough to do that. No. I'm not. too paranoid about brain things, especially as you get older. It's like... Uh, yeah, and you definitely you can see that in older books. I mean, look at Muhammad Ali. He, that was probably because of all his brain bashing and all things like that. Uh, well, I just had a brain freeze. Uh, what's the what's the guy with the tiger tattoo thing, weird thing on his face? Mike Tyson. Tyson, fuck's sake. He's funny. Yeah, he is. And he doesn't seem to be that worse off for it. Like, he's still funny. He's still kind of got his wits kind of about him. Well, as much as Maybe. He did. I, I, all- but I think, because he was, the thing is as well, is like, that I think when, when, the, when boxing is like the super lightweight guys, I don't know enough about this. I'm sure I'm going to get corrected 10,000 times on Twitter. But Actually. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think when the guys are like really lightweight, their punches aren't as hard because they haven't got much weight behind it. So it's more tactics and stuff. But when it gets to the heavyweight, the, just one punch from that guy can actually kill a person. So it's more interesting to people because it's, the stakes are, I guess, a lot higher. Did you, did you see when that... Well, one thing I did see was a clip of that, uh, the Russian guy, who, whoever won the fight. Jumping over the octagon, jumping over the fence, and jumping, beating up the crowd, or whatever that was. He was beating up one of Conor McGregor's team, like his coach or something, because he was saying shit about his mom. It's like playground, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we can get away with that in our job, but in a way, it is his job to fight. True, and he wasn't attacking the audience; he was attacking 
an extension of the other player. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what are they called? Contestants. That sounds like so a game it, show. it wasn't a member of the crowd. No, no, no. It was it was a guy who'd been talking shit about him all. Because it looked like everyone just started chiming in and beating. Did the you, shit they they had police other. there just to, to chill it out because they knew it was going to kick off. You know those. You know those like old cartoons. <laughs> Excuse me. That was a, that was an unnameable cola drink. You know. You know those old school sort of British bar scenes where like one guy will be like, oi, and punch another guy and the yeah. other guy's like, don't you fucking, and like the whole bar will Thing sort kicks of, off. Yeah. It yeah. did look like that, didn't it? Yeah, it looks like one of those, those tings. Honey pee. Right. Uh, yeah. We've got new segments. Oh, we'll do them later. We'll do, we've got- we do, but I, I don't know if I've, see, this, this, is the, this is the problem. I keep on making these segments and then I realise that I've got nothing to fucking say about them. But I just want to hear the fucking segment. That is just too funny. I love it. All right. Well, this is, this is a new one that, that I did recently. It's time to complain about trap and shit. Time to be confused by the word lit. The future is scary and the kids are whack. It's the first time Oh yeah! Amazing. So that's every. Some guy noticed that we complain about millennials a lot, and I didn't realize it. Yeah, I definitely mention millennials a lot. Not complaining. I'm just telling them they're wrong, (laughs) (laughs) and that old ways were better. Yeah, it's the kids that are wrong. Yeah, as Carl said, as Um, Simpson said. So yeah, every time every time we launch into one of those, we'll make it a segment, and we'll we'll box all our complaints into that. Into that. That is genius. Yeah. Um, although now that I mention it, I think I've gotten all of the things that I was pissed about off my chest in the first three podcasts. Oh, there'll be new. There'll be more. Don't okay. worry. Don't, okay. you, don't you worry. There'll be more. Um, and I guess we've got those other ones, but I will, let's do that one later with our guest, Mr. Killanoid. All right. But one that we definitely do have, which you mentioned that you already have something lined up for. Okay. Exciting <laughs> fact of the week. Here we go. Exciting fact of the week. Yes, I did some homework, and the exciting fact of the week that I have is we need we need a drum roll. Uh, I had a drum roll, but it was the joke drum roll. Is it is my... it wide to the line in though? No, no. <laughs> let's let's never what line it to the. Yes, I agree. Let's never do that. Oh, I can't find it. But oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that's, that's like a, a joke. That's a joke. That's one. the joke, bottom tiss. So did you know, Rob? <clears throat> All right. That uh, the seventeenth Prime Minister of Australia died in office, and they never found his body. Wow! 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 wow. Uh, give me, give me some verb while I'm talking. What I'm doing? Verb or that delay? I just want a little, like a little bit of verb, about twenty or thirty percent. There you go. There we go. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll read the. I remembered it, but I'll, I'll read the wiki. This feels uh, very spooky now. <clears throat> Harold Edward Holt was an Australian politician who served as the 17th Prime Minister of Australia in office 1966 until his presumed drowning death in 1967. So they never found the body, in office, went for a swim in Bondi, bam, gone. Conspiracy. Wait a minute, I'm going to turn the verb off for a second. So an Australian Prime Minister... Yep. Like the head of the country... Head of the country. Just fucking went for a swim and disappeared. Disappeared. Dude, that's so, that's so much... I mean, Americans are sort of always... Uh, older Americans are always amazed that Nixon just got on a helicopter and flew away. Well, at least Louis C.K. was. That's that. kind of legendary, though. Just, he just went, see you later. Yeah. I mean... I'm not a crook. At least Louis C.K. said that when he found a break in between masturbating. <laughs> but, like, but I was just went for a swim and fucking disappeared. He didn't even quit. There was no scandal. There was no Watergate. 
he just he swam. was literally in the Watergate. But um, <laughs> sorry, I can't reach the button. But yeah, he um, <clears throat> yeah, presumed drowning. Hey, so yeah, he went for a swim, disappeared, no body, and so they just had to put another geezer in. That or, seems that seems so Australian. That whole sequence of events. Where's oh, the, where's the prime minister? Oh, it's fucking gone, mate. Oh well, just put someone else in. Oh, all right. <laughs> Who's who's available? No. Well, Mickey's gone swimming. Yeah, <laughs> I mean fishing. Holt's gone swimming. He's not come back. Let's call Joe Bogan. <laughs> I'd love to be called Joe Bogan. That for, for any Australians who want to start a podcast, Joe Bogan. That's the fucking. That's the gold right there. We're not going to do it because we're in London. Oh yeah, like like an Australian version of Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Bogan. Oh man, Dude, that's imagine. amazing. Yeah, I'd tune into that shit. Do you have the air horn still? Or is it gone forever? No, I deleted all mine because I, I thought I was going to get sick of them. And can't that... we need an air horn? Yeah, I know. But if I was listening all the... <laughs> yeah, got it. If I was listening to a podcast all the time and they did air horns, I'd probably stop listening. I, oh. think, I think that's why I deleted them. Uh, please tweet us if you think I air horn too much. I think it's all right because it's in the distance and we will never <laughs> plug it into the line in. <laughs> we will never plug it in. Right, so we've got all the new segments. Um, do you know what we should do? Uh, actually, probably it's not something we would do, but is play is in future podcasts, play some clips of what we're working on because we're working on some heat. And then maybe. But then that's probably not what we would do, showing someone or everybody an uncompleted product. Management apparently hate that because they think as, as soon as you play something, people immediately are like. Get attached to it? Well, no, that they're. they're immediately kind of bored of it whereas oh uh, yeah you know because th- then someone rips it to youtube and they have all the time in the world to listen to the shitty quality copy that we true but you know what we're like if if it's up on youtube it's com- going to be completely different by the time it's released we'll change it yeah because we get bored of it all right well we won't do that that's a terrible idea gareth yeah although i did i did attempt to finish one for this week but it, it wasn't working out for uh, because of longness but yeah Man, after I did that little millennial barbershop segment, um, I started watching because I wasn't sure which sort of chords that they barbershop quartets used, and I and I was looking up on YouTube sort of barbershop stuff. And because of these like four videos that I watched, now every fucking video on YouTube for me <laughs> is barbershop quartets. Oh, what your suggestions? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it bar- pollutes it. It's barbershop it? quartets and nine eleven conspiracy videos. <laughs> is, is that all? That's I always have. coming up. What came up earlier as well that was that you were just completely bamboozled by? Uh, I can't remember. Was it on YouTube? Yeah. You're oh. like, what the fuck's that doing there? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember either. But it, do you know what I loved that Simpsons barbershop one? The B sharps, yeah, that was amazing. Well, that's that's apparently the the most popular barbershop song. Is that one, Baby on Board? Yeah, something something Burt Ward. And there's groups that do like different versions of it. And they're pretty funny. <laughs> that's amazing. I want to hear the Baby on Board. So I finally finished Ozark as well. Oh, sick! You like it? Yeah, it was good. It feels kind of Breaking Bad ish. Um, season two kind of slightly lost me, and this might contain. Spoilers for all the nerds that complain about oh, that shit. shit. We might have to get a spoiler alert button. <laughs> spoiler alert. That, in fact, that is the spoiler alert. Just the give lo- me, give me some verb and we'll record it. All right, let's record it. You do the, eh, I'll do the spoiler alert. Uh, you want some verb? Yes, please. All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> spoiler alert. All right, that's good. We'll use that. Good, good. Or I might use the first one. It felt more dynamic. It was. It's always it always is the case when something's just you know from the from the G U T. Yeah. So anyway, Ozark, feeling I, it? 
Ozarks. Ozarks. Um, yeah, it felt like, I don't know. So, do you remember the TV show Lost? Oh, man, I, I watched the whole thing recently. Like about six months ago. Well, I mean, that started off so well and you had it like in the first episode a fucking plane crash and people were like, and all that shit, panic on the island, bags everywhere, people getting sucked into engines, <laughs> polar bears, fucking dark smoke. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. See, that first episode was so fucking epic and cost like two million to make apparently. That, I don't know, I, I got like hooked on it right away. But by the time they had sort of magical smoke appearing on the island and polar bears, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck off. But do you know what it is? Is because they don't expect it to get past the pilot. So they write the pilot because they've got, they've got an idea and a premise, but they don't really know where to take it. And then something, and what, because I remember hearing about it, like it, it blew the success they weren't really expecting. So then they're like, shit, now where, where do we take this? How do we finish this? Do you, know, do you know what else I think it is? That's why first seasons are so good. Is, uh, you know, American shows apparently have like different writers, I think, for every episode. Like, yeah, and different directors sometimes. Like British shows or maybe Australian, I don't know. I haven't been there and watched TV in a while. But like at least British shows, they have the same writer for probably a whole season or for the whole show. Um, so they can keep the consistency of the thread yeah. going. But yeah. of course, they, they like, they, uh, they fucking lose their energy after six episodes or whatever the fuck it is because it's too hard to write that many episodes. Yeah, you burn out. Uh, it's like writing an album a week, probably. Yeah, me. yeah. But that's why, I'm, I don't know, uh, apparently, that's what I read some fucking where, that uh, that's why you get things like, oh, polar bears or magic smoke. But some- sure, surely there's someone above all of this that's kind of... Curating uh, it. Yeah, and steering it in the right direction to keep the story at least consistent. So when someone comes and be like, I reckon that they should be adopted by aliens, and he's like, no, that's not how this works. This is not my story. People prob- probably think that about this podcast. Surely there's someone fucking curating it and keeping it good. Well, mm. let me tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, there's no one. You're going to find that out quick smart. This is off the cuff. Um, yeah, Ozark, I don't know. It, it felt like, you know, the, you know the point in the second season, spoiler alert, where they, I think the, uh, I can't remember the wife's name in the series or the husband's name. I don't know anyone's name. I know he's Jason. Yeah. Statham? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, Jason Bottom Carter? No. No. He's from Arrested Development. Anyway, go on. Um, but the wife is sort of having a moment with him and says like, um, <laughs> she's and she's complaining about the state of affairs and she's like, look, whatever your name is, <laughs> Jonah. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jonah, a 10-year-old son, is laundering money. He's, uh, <laughs> he's starting up offshore bank accounts. <laughs> the priest has turned into a kidnapper to save the son that was cut from his mother's stomach. And our daughter is fucking wanted yeah. on. And I'm just like, no, they're not. <laughs> what fucking 10-year-old or 12-year-old is starting offshore accounts? Fuck it off. Did, yeah, I, I didn't find that believable at all. It was too... He just went from zero to 100, that kid. Suddenly he's just like, yeah. Ozarking the fuck out of this... This whole series. I don't know what you were doing when I was when you were ten, but I wasn't starting offshore accounts. That's not something that entered no. my brain. I was probably figuring out how to get the modem working. Yeah. While my mum and dad are asleep, so I could go on IRC and chat and look at ASCII tits, ASCII boobs yeah. on BBSs. Um, what about Maniac? You watched that yet? How far have you got in? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen like, the first five or six. It's good. I like. I like. Uh, I like serious Jonah Hill. I love it. It's amazing. Who's the but, girl in it again? The uh, Emma Stone. I just call her Jules. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like at the beginning it's like Jules and, and Seth have grown up from, oh, yeah, from for- super bad and forgot, they're all vexed I forgot those two were, were in it as well that's amazing but I thought <laughs> I thought that was going to be a big problem having those two in there and just thinking about you know when you know like remembering that grandma <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> enjoy fucking enjoy jewels. Fucking jewels. <laughs> that was a good impression. I will. Oh, yeah. Enjoy your remaining years. <laughs> yeah. But um, I bought it pretty quickly that it wasn't Jules and it wasn't. Him. Yeah. He's, he's serious him. Uh, Jonah Hill's amazing. He's Love a good... It. I think... Uh, what, what was that film with Leonardo DiCaprio? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. That Street. was the Street. first time that I saw him, you know, not completely serious, but kind of serious role. Yeah. And he was good. Yeah, he's really good. He's just... I think... I'm praising him a lot because I just, I guess I just didn't expect him to be a breakthrough actor. Yeah, neither. I mean, how could you, well, when you're watching the fucking Jules scene, you didn't really <laughs> peg him as someone that would. No, because I, I thought, like, I would have put him in the same basket as, like, a, a Seth Rogen kind of actor doing yeah. comedies for the rest of his time, but he's actually amazing. I, I did peg him as younger Seth Rogen, that's yeah. true. All right, Definitely. should we play a song which Let's play could music. be at risk of copyright breach and jeopardise our entire podcast? <laughs> well, what we got? Fuck's sake! Um, right, there's a new one from uh, there's a new one from Ishi. Okay, uh, this sounds interesting. Let's uh, hit that. Let's play that. Here we go. You probably long enough and I, I can understand. Wait a fucking minute. What was that I just heard? What? What was it? What? Did you hear the chorus to that track? Sorry, I was, I was... Dude, let me fucking rewind that. What? What happened? Who happened? Where's Poochie? No, they didn't. Can't people write original fucking what? choruses? I was how I, how very dare they! I was already kind of on board with with the poppy uh, the poppy style of that track, but like, how hard would it be to just write something slightly Could, different? Find, wait, serve me up my original. Well, I'm I'm playing this instead. Fuck it. Only 90s kids will get this. Yeah. Old meme. Alright, Izzy, this is how it's done.
All right, let's let's get rid of that before we uh, have the millennials tuning out. Ah, oh, shit, we already used the uh, fucking thing. Yeah, you got to use the theme. No, maybe we'll make a millennials button to just <laughs> maybe just a short one that says millennials. millennials. <laughs> we love millennials. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> buy our music. Yeah, stream our music. Eighteen to twenty-six year old demographic. Um, so no. we've got our guest coming up. Um, we've got those segments. Yeah, I I'm sure this is really unprofessional that I start in every podcast. I list what we have done and haven't, and then we don't do it. That's true. We don't. So some guy made some guy last week posted to Twitter like a sheet of things that we always do, even though there's only been two podcasts. And he and he was playing bingo with the things. <laughs> <laughs> with the Actually, podcast. I did. Yeah, so you showed me that. That's fucking. And cool. uh, oh, you could do a drinking game. Every yeah. time we swear, obviously that's going to be a, a big drink. Well, we'll have to do that in the. Um, we'll have to do that when people are actually here, because otherwise they're going to say they are on Skype and they'll be w- bullshitting. That's true. Oh, I'm, but, uh, yeah, okay, no, no problem, guys. <laughs> oh, I totally took a drink. Like that time with our ex VJ, which we won't even uh, talk about. Not even mentioning his name. Not even saying your name. I was going to say it. <clears throat> um. So. Uh, We've done the fact. Oh, metal minute! Come on, that's my favourite bit. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna do a metal minute this week. All right, sack the metal minute. But I think I will. Can I choose a song? Yes. Okay. Uh, what do you want? I want something from Static X. Surprisingly, I have that already lined up. <laughs> How the fuck is that possible? <laughs> <laughs>
Static X. I love that tune. I'm with Stupid. That's what the tune's called. That's not... I wasn't saying that. That's all right. No, all right. None taken. Um, fuck oh, me. We didn't, we didn't do the, the intro. Oh, uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. We'll do it next week. That's another one for the podcast inconsistency. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, chuck that in your fucking paper. Diana King, Shy Guy, St- <laughs> Static X, New Metal from the late 90s. Fuck, this podcast got everything. Let's just do what we want, yeah. I, I won't blame anyone if they want to tune into like Joe Bogan instead. Joe Bogan, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, his, um, coming up next is uh, a guest that we've wanted for, I'll say a long time, but we've only done three podcasts, but it feels like a long time. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Yeah. I, this listen, is... I listen to all of them. <laughs> Thanks. Well, he's, <laughs> as you can hear, that's his voice. <laughs> it's uh, Jake Kill the Noise. Welcome, Jake. Hey. Thank you. Applause. It's good to talk to you Sound guys. effect. Hold it's on been a while. Man. Yeah, man. Well, you're up to uh, at this time in the day, which whatever time it is, LA time. Where are you? Uh, I'm in the studio in North Hollywood. Um, no, that's not applause. I missed the button again. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you working on? Uh, I'm trying to work on just some stuff for like the weekend. Got a couple shows coming up. Oh, I thought you're not uh, the, not the artist. The weekend. No. <laughs> that might yeah, be some dubstep. That might be I'm a making good, some a good fucking, collab. Yeah, rhythm. How do you feel about rhythm? Uh I don't know, man. Like I mean I feel the same way about every genre of music. Like I probably the same way you guys do. It's like ninety plus percent of it is fucking annoying. And then <laughs> a couple good tracks. Like, a couple good tracks here and there that basically make the genre because everybody makes those songs over and over again i heard a rumor recently that shark uh like the basketball guy dj's rhythm dubstep yeah he does i play he played uh i played after him in china oh yeah what the fuck i know he's fucking fucking massive yo there's a clip of him did you see the clip of him on jimmy fallon no he's talking about he's talking about dubstep on jimmy fallon holy shit (laughs) it's pretty funny it's it's definitely worth like checking out because that'll answer your question does he mention sir he makes dubstep noises with his mouth so. <laughs> does, does like he, he should... <laughs> does he put them in the tracks or i mean I, no I, somebody should i don't think he did but someone should he, it's like should we do that he's explaining dubstep to like <laughs> the millions Jimmy pretty funny that's amazing but anyway yeah i i was i actually left before he came out on stage uh but I saw some video of him like I watched, going crazy. I watched his whole set. He played before me in China, in like uh, in Shanghai. Oh, okay. Well, then you saw the fucking the real shit. The real shit. That guy's huge. Did he come out with an alien mask on? That's what he did at Lost Lands. He came out with like a a mask on. Big up, man! He's, like people did. He's really getting into it. That's cool. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like to me, it's like there's. I feel like he like genuinely actually likes what he's doing. I know what you I mean. I, I was going to say the same thing. If it was a gimmick, he'd, you'd probably be able to see it by now. He seems to genuinely. I think there's worse people <laughs> that have come in and like started DJing that are kind of like celebrity first. Well, like Paris Hilton. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. I think there's others too. I don't really like. I mean, I f- you kind of forget about him after a while, but. <laughs> They come in and out every once in a while and try to. They're like, "Oh, that looks fun and easy," and then they realize that it's so hard. Really, 
I feel I feel Tons. like it's yeah. I feel like it's kind of unfair unless one of us becomes really good at basketball. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, that's no, true. Wait up. Yeah. Um, maybe virtual riot or something can can have a go. Yeah. I don't Cricket. Know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's hard to talk shit about the guy because he'll fucking fuck me up <laughs> at some would. point. Dude, fucked up. I mean, we're in the UK and we're not going to do it. He can't come after you guys. Come at me, Shaq. No, I I actually like him. He he seems like a cool dude. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, man. if anything, like, you guys know how it goes over here in the States. Like, I think every once in a while, the scene needs, like, an infusion of... That's true, yeah. In order to, like... One thing I don't think I ever asked you, especially because I think you made some a bit of success out of it. Do you remember when, like, all the new metal guys started sniffing around dubstep? When it first... yeah. Like everyone from from dude, it's funny you bring that up. Obviously, you worked you worked with John Davis, and like that track was pretty successful. Yeah, the Corn Club. But there was yeah. everybody else was like we had like people turning up to our shows that I think the fourteen year old version of us would have been like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, dude, you know it's funny that you bring that up because for whatever reason, people have always kind of, I guess, compared EDM to like eighties hair metal for some reason. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like I've heard that before over and over again. Yeah, like the, the overproduction and stuff, it makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But but to me, it it's way more similar to like new metal. Like, in my opinion, just Well the audience is. The audience definitely is. There's less dreadlocks. <laughs> now I don't know about that. There's a lot of fucking dreadlocks now. Dude, seriously. Really? And by the way, if you guys don't follow Wooks doing things on Instagram, you fucking have to. All right. It's like What's you, a Wook? fucking cry who's it's so funny Wook's doing things <laughs> on instagram it's fucking great man but uh, anyway oh, is Wook's a, a dude Wook's like the whole i mean yeah maybe i do there's definitely Wook's in the uk too like so you're saying that you're not answering the question is a Wook a person or is it like a type of person? it's a type of person though. right okay it's a know. type of person <laughs> and actually like i used to feel like it was really specific because the first time I heard the term Wook. It was like, I was. It was probably like 2006 or seven. It was a long ass time ago. Uh, and I went yes. to. It was like right around the time I actually met Shara, my fucking wife. I went with her. She's in like jam band shit, like, well, like Fish, the, the Grateful Dead. Yeah, like the Dead, Fish, Mo. Like probably not a lot of bands you guys would be familiar with, but there's definitely. Like the UK equivalent for sure of like you know kind of like jam band folk rock greedy biscuits stuff the greedy biscuits yeah the muddy waters that's a that's a blues guy oh, muddy waters what's the name of the big fucking festival in the UK with like all the hippies Glastonbury I think of Glastonbury festival yeah. full of fucking wooks I've seen like, <laughs> fuck, I, I've seen I've seen uh like video and shit from that festival yeah but anyway long story short. Went a day early to go to Bonnaroo and oh, wow. camped that's, out. That's really work, isn't it? Yeah. Well, especially at that time, it was like full on. I mean, it was like the dude from Fish playing with fucking Buckethead. Uh, there was like all kinds of jam bands. That was like the main event there. Uh, but anyway, long story short, this dude wandered into our campground and he was like, yo, he was like burned out fucking hippie with dreads and shit. He's like, yo, you guys seen a, a a thing of peanut butter? Like a jar of peanut butter he's looking for. And uh, we were like, nah, man, I have no idea. And what the fuck? 
like, what are you doing over here, you know? Like, I feel like I left this jar of peanut butter and apparently had, like, put a, like, stashed a bunch of fucking acid in it. And I, at the time, like, I was totally into, like, just drum and bass and hip-hop and shit like that. I hadn't really been to any, like, festivals in general. Is, yeah. that, like, a, is that called a burner festival? Yeah, I mean, they're, like... I think, they're, I think a little bit. They're a little different. Like, burners, there's definitely wooks that go to burner stuff, like Burning Man shit. Right. But I feel like they're another thread. Do you know what? Because we were talking about this the other day. I can't remember if it was on a podcast or not, but we were saying how, remember our agent uh, at the time and you were telling us about how these people that followed around all these festivals, like jam band festivals, were kind of like the new movement of that was the people that were into dubstep, but like separate to EDM. Basically, to me, like the the there's like wooks now. What people call wooks is way more dynamic than it used to be. Is I guess my point. Modern like, that wooks, was neo wooks. That little story I was telling you about about this dude looking for his fucking peanut butter jar full of acid. He was like a burned out like hippie, hippie wook. Yeah, that literally looks like a fucking wookie from Star Wars. Oh, you know right. I get okay. I wasn't getting that's the where, name history. That's there. where it comes from. Okay. It's right. Like, so, and I had never heard that term before, but then the people we were hanging out with were like, like, fucking, that woke was fucked up, man. Like, look at this <laughs> acid over here. Like, I was like, wait a minute. What did you just say? Wook. I never heard that before. But now here we are. We're like, having a resurgence of the wook, right. I think it's just, I think that term has just found its way into, like, popular culture through probably dance music, but... It's like this, like collision of you know. You mentioned like the burner shit. Like I feel like Bass Nectar and you know he kind of like comes from that region. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's always crazy. All that shit in the states. I mean, a guy like that having such a massive fan base and like over here or yeah. the, in the rest of the world, he just doesn't make it. Doesn't really make a splash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the same thing for a lot of Americans, including <laughs> <laughs> myself. Yeah. Like that idea. I mean, it had like a little moment. And I mean, it was like a blip pretty much in the UK in particular. But I mean, it's always been tough to come over there and play music. I mean, even back in the drum and bass days, like yeah. the only way that we could come over and play was like to go to fucking Russia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. Eastern Bloc countries. Or like that t- the, the time that we went to play Pasha in Spain. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the building. The haunted, was, fucking, the haunted hotel. That was amazing. Oh, jeez, I remember that. Was that Portugal? Oh, it was a Portugal. That was it Portugal. was Portugal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we, I think that was the same night. Fucking, dude, it was funny, man. I got picked up with Gasalfelstein. Didn't Gasalfelstein play? Possibly. Was that the same shit? No, that was a, that was a, fest, that was a festival, I think. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. It was the same shindig. I feel like he played in the second room. And we got picked up in like this little tiny Honda Civic. <laughs> and I had to like sit in the back and he it was funny because like he you know he's like fucking French like smoke cigarettes not talk to anybody kind of a guy right yeah. but we got smashed in the back seat of this little car and we were driving took us a long time to get where we needed to go and the dude driving was kind of like a little like it seemed like he hadn't slept and was like a little unhinged <laughs> so him and I were just kind of like alright man like, we, like I, I think it broke the ice when I was like, yo, are you good to drive? This dude's kind of like swerving around a little bit in the front. And it was just cool. Like it was just his like kind of like French facade of being you, like cool you, guy. You broke him down. Kind of like 
Yeah, kind of like disappearing. He's like, oh shit, we're in this together. I'm sure he's thinking, I hope I don't die with this fucking guy. Like, like with these two fucking assholes, you know? (laughs) Do do you... uh, I'm sure that's what he's thinking. You know all these big festivals where we sometimes we get to like we get to take transport all together and you think like, oh man, I'm with so many famous people that they'll never write an article about me if this plane crashes. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, that's definitely happened to Never thought a about lot that. of people. Fuck that, that's terrifying. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like- happened actually recently with somebody that died and then someone like more endearing died on the same day. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it doesn't did- even necessarily <clears throat> need to be on an airplane. They didn't get the headline. It was Beyonce and Hardwell, I guess. Yeah, that th- that that, <laughs> that thought first occur- occurred to me when we we're on the bullet train with sm- we're on the same carriage as Smashing Pumpkins and Nickelback, and I was like, if this yeah. train, if this train crashes, we ain't getting no headline. <laughs> it's be like Billy Cor- Nick- Billy Corgan s- smashes into Nickelback, bro. Oh, I've got the biggest headline, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's Metallica. Headline, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Well, going back to what you're saying about the whole like dubstep rhythm, wook, like catchphrase, kind of like like whatever that is. I it's like nuanced, and there's things that are related, and then there's things that are like their own little piece of the pie. And I don't know for whatever moment it seems like there's like a kind of like cross section where where all that shit's meeting. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing that me and me and uh, Shock One noticed recently is like I don't know if this is true or not, and it maybe is offensive to people who like the genre. I'm not sure, but like he, me and him were saying, like there seems to be a lot of uh, what the fuck is the word equal. Uh, there seems to be a lot of similarities, kind of, but behind some sort of. Uh, regional US popularity in dubstep and sort of the ex-juggalo community. Do you, do you, reckon, there's any, do you reckon there's anything to that? Yeah. Or? And, bef- and before oh, you yeah. say it, we didn't even know what that term meant until you told us. <laughs> Dude, I saw, the, I saw the videos on World Stuff. Fuck that, on you? <laughs> I didn't know. Are you talking about juggalos? Yeah. yeah. Juggalos, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is like the same... I mean, dude, it's super nuanced, but the, like, actually like where I'm from, like Western New York is very close to where Lost Lands is, actually. Right. And, like, it's close to Detroit. It's, like, five-hour drive to Detroit. Where is Lost Lands, exactly? Lo- Lost remember. Lands is in... It's literally at the same place they do Gathering of the Juggalos. It's no in- wow. shit. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I, th- I so, thought it was, like, in Seattle in that beautiful gorge or something. They do one up there, too. Oh, okay. It's called Base Canyon. Base Canyon. Right. How many, <laughs> it's at the gorge. How many fucking juggler gatherings do you need? Jesus. It's greedy. I mean, here's the thing. Like, the the way that I look at, like, I mean, I'm from that region, you know? And there's like a, I mean, it's just, it's middle America. There, but put this way, there's a lot of people that fly into the, go, like, to the gorge to you know, uh, Thornville where they do Lost Lands. Like, I mean, my whole plane was full of people from LA when I went out to Lost Lands, you know? Yeah. But I just feel like that, I mean, dude, comparing, like, like I was saying before to me, maybe it's just because I lived through like the new metal era. It reminds me of like going to see, you know, bands in the late nineties. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of a little too old at a certain point. I was into other shit by the time like kid rock and, Limp Biscuit were like 
the big thing. Yeah. Uh, but I go back and look at like Kid Rock at fucking Lollapalooza. Yeah. And I think about Excision at Lost Lands. And I'm like, <laughs> this is the same kind of energy. Like, look at the video from that. And like, yeah, you know, no, you're right. Like, like Limp Biscuit and shit. Like, there's things about it. And I think there's things about every era, even stuff that like, you know, we've been a part of, like drum and bass and things. Yeah. There's pieces of it that are like, like cringy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I maybe not as blown out of proportion because I don't think it got that big. No. But but you can imagine if drum and bass got as, got as big, it would have gotten super cringy. There well, would have been elements people, of it that we wouldn't know. There's people and things in drum and bass that went to that level. Like, I always remember, like, John B., for example. Like, he was, like, the dude that kind of, like, you know, had the crazy hair and, like, had the American Girl song and, like, was kind of shameless in general. And that was his persona. Now he makes Everyone sense. else in drum and bass was pretty much like, yo, what's the new fucking tune? I want to hear some new shit. Yeah. Like, yep. it, was, it wasn't really, like... A performance, you know. There was there was kind of no uh, no personality to it though, which I which I kind of liked. But I don't yeah, know. I mean that's a and there's definitely that element in, you know. I mean you guys know this shit and in EDM. I mean I, the thing is when you start using the word term EDM, you mean something else, right? Yeah. These and, days, and same yeah. thing with like, I mean, like the rhythm stuff. I think it's kind of a bad rap sometimes because even guys that make it are like, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. You know what I mean? I'm just making. <laughs> Call it whatever the fuck you want. Like, people call it dubstep. People call it rhythm. I mean, even remember back in the day with Skrill. It was like so many people gave him shit. And then, for, and then they started calling it bro step. Ruining dubstep. I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't even really consider what anybody was doing around that time, like, what it was, you know? Like, when I heard dubstep the first time, I fucking couldn't stand it, like... The kind of the I to be honest with you, I didn't really get into it until I started hearing like shit that Chase and Status was doing and Nero and yeah, they kind of like and you guys obviously like with, I mean I think Centipede was where I was like oh shit like this is obviously the direction all this shit's heading you know dude we had no idea what we were doing we we were so convinced that the entire genre was gonna die in like five minutes that we were like I was like guys if we don't release this in the next like <laughs> two weeks. We're too late. Well, there's something you guys were saying in the last w- podcast about. Uh, I, th- I think it was the last one. You guys were talking to Shock One. I think it was yep. about like yeah, rock music. Yep. <clears throat> like, is rock music dead or whatever? And like to me, that's what I'm saying. This shit reminds me a lot more of like metal or new metal or whatever. Is because the kind of like energy at like a dubstep show, it just reminds me of like like you're saying before working with corn and shit yeah i played a couple shows with them uh when that album came out and for one by the way like most of the fans for corn like didn't fucking understand what the fuck we were doing you know <laughs> yeah like right. I, I played and they're just like i ended up playing like get off yeah i mean i'm sure there were some guys that were just like what the fuck is this shit uh but you know watching the crowd for Corn actually play and like some of their hits like Blind and yeah sure. like and and watching the crowd it was like the kind of energy reminds me of like where we're at now with dubstep in America you know like I look at the crowd and it's like that kind of energy and also like yeah the, before it's not like it's just, this isn't the first I remember actually I think you guys were there when we went to go see Sunny and Flux at Coco or 
Oh, yeah. One of those clubs. Yeah. I just remember looking at the crowd, and I remember going to see, like, Chase and Status' party there, and, like, when they put out their album and shit, and, like, looking at the audience, I was like, this is, like, a rock show, basically, but it's electronic music, you know? What was, you were saying on Twitter, you'd heard some cool house tracks the other day. Like, what, what sort of stuff have you been listening to? Yeah, uh, well, I went out the other day. Um, there's a party right near my place, and, like, Jack Beats was playing. And there's this dude, you guys heard of Dylan Nathaniel? No. You heard of this guy? No. Like, all the new shit that those guys, like, the, the particularly this dude, Dylan Nathaniel, uh, is it EDM or is it like straight house or? Nah, it's like I don't know what you call it, man. It's like techie. Like it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like the kind of shit that like the Dirty Bird guys might do. It's like kind of like techie, funky house stuff. Yeah, it's it's still aggressive, but it's like really well produced. Uh, uh, how do you good spell mixes? D i l l o n. D i l l o n. Yes. Yeah, like his stuff. My boy Cody codes like all his new shit. Um, like the stuff that comes out on Night Base, that label. Aaron, I like, I like some of that stuff. Yeah, that stuff's cool. Yeah, there's like he has a show on Beats One, I think, doesn't he? Does he? I think AC Slater. Oh yeah, he, I don't know. I've been kind of out of that world. Like I used to play a lot more house in my set, and I think maybe part of it for me is that I haven't really been playing too much house lately, so. Like the stuff I've been hearing sounds fresh to me, and some right. of the ideas are really cool. Right. Like, no doubt, is that a good track? But but Dylan Nathaniel, let me load it up. Maybe right. he sent me some new shit. I'll send you. I'm sure you'll be fucking excited if you guys. The I'll send you like a folder of shit from him. Cool. So, um. Oh yeah, you got it there. Yeah, I got some here. Fucking hell, that's pretty grimy. Yeah. it's... it's some, some of it's like but see it's like rough around the edges in a way I feel like is intentional you know what yeah. I'm saying like it's not shit because it's shitty it's shit because you want it to feel a little <laughs> raw you know yeah it's wicked that's cool man I always, I always find it so hard to make things intentionally fucked like that you know it's <laughs> well <laughs> well I mean I hope we're, we're on the same page but it's like yeah like having just the right amount of distortion on like a kick drum and like just the right amount of like you know, kind of lo-fi like symbols and shit like that that are just slight. Like it's almost like you sampled like MP3. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that drum and bass? The, that drum and bass guy Panacea, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. That was just. That was too much. Too that was much. too much. I mean, to be honest, like I listened to my my old fucking tunes, and it was just like, I mean, that wasn't that wasn't intentionally shitty. It was just shit. You know, like <laughs> for me. I don't know, man. Like, uh, it, it seems like you and you and Evil Intent sort of had a sound. It was like yeah, you had a whole thing. American distorted fucking thing. It was great. angry. The sound was fucking making tunes on old Mackie, like H, whatever they were. I can't remember what they were called. Dude, I love those figures. 824s, yeah, and 624s. Those were great. They just sound like, I mean, also it was a sign of the times, man. Like, in the States, we didn't have, like, the kinds, I mean, now in the States, every club, even old dive bars and shit have, like, a system now, you know? Yeah. Uh, Because it's like, that's the sound. I think it's like, maybe took it for granted a little bit in Europe and the UK and stuff that like dance culture had been around for decades at that point, you know? Definitely. Yeah. But now it's like, 
we, I mean, we would make a tune on fucking Mackie's and then play it in a fucking dive bar on some like in Atlanta, on a fucking PA rig in, in Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, or fucking Rochester, like literally the same club before us. It was like an early straight edge punk show, and then they would break it down, and we would come in and play drum and bass, and it was like just all mids and high end. You know what I'm saying? No bass, like so that shit sounded dope and interesting on. That kind of a sound system. Got you know I, mean? I, I hated DJing around the states, yeah, those sort of places. Yeah, just sound like shit everywhere. Yeah. There's no systems. It was daunting, yeah. except for maybe like LA and like Toronto. You know, Toronto was always big. Yeah, always yeah. one weird girl yeah. at the back of the club, scowling. What are you doing later? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I remember. I remember going back to your house, Jake, and um, in Atlanta. It was it wasn't yours. It was Evil Intense. And no, it was Nick. Nick or Mike Nick's or somebody. House. We smoked the volcano thing. It was oh, the vape uh, yeah. thing. <laughs> and I laughed at Paul Mayhem because he spewed, and everyone scowled at me. <laughs> and I felt really. I don't remember that. I do remember us. I wasn't. Everyone's like, "Chase status cool, there too." Like Saul was there. No, that something. was that wasn't that time. This was like 2004 when I first met you. Oh, okay. When right. we, when we were both good looking, remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, should we uh, should we do a segment? We've got plenty of segments, Jake. Yeah. I hope you're ready. Yeah. Uh, which one first? Um, <clears throat> should we do it? The, the DJ Game show con- or tune review? I've been gagging to get the uh, DJ confessional out on Jake. Oh, really? Part one. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you got one lined up, guys? Because I, I sure was fucked out this week. I, I think as, as Jake starts talking, I'll probably come up with All right, one. here we go. My son, absolve your sins. It's the DJ confessional. There you go, guys. Well, am I going first? Yeah. Oh, God. He was in the middle of pouring a drink. Um, <clears throat> enjoy, the, enjoy the sweet taste of this drink. <laughs> uh, we haven't got sponsors yet, Jake, so I've got to keep it. Yeah. You know. There are other brands of cola available. RC Cola. <laughs> um, what have I got? A DJ Confessional. I guess uh, it's, I'm very ashamed of the time that I drank too much tequila and uh, and... Remember our T and Maddie were trying to stop me from turning every time he turned off a gas bottle for Steve yeah. Angelo's Steve Angelo's set he he'd turn off a gas bottle then I'd turn another one on and I tur- and I flooded the stage with all of poor Steve I mean, Angelo's that- gas bottles. <laughs> I mean that's pretty dangerous, man. Those things are pressurized. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. And then I passed out on in my own spew in the room. <laughs> good times. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> that's the day I quit tequila. Yeah, and you got a tattoo of it, didn't you? I did to say no more of the Patron B. Yeah. What about you, Jake? You've got to have an you've got to have lots of I mean, DJ. I, yeah, sins. I was just sitting there thinking while you were talking. It's like which which one? <laughs> There's been a lot. Uh, what about the? T- uh, no, it's probably not good enough. You you go. You do you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, there's been a couple times where I think. I mean, we're talking about stuff where we've just been like totally embarrassed. I don't know. Like, just yeah. anything. Just it's a confessional, you know. You yeah, can, is that, it's like the EDM version of those Catholic forgiveness boxes where you go in and, you know. I think, yeah, I think actually there's like, you can, it's online somewhere. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. When I was in Toronto, uh, wait, so we're confessing something that nobody knows about. or it doesn't, I just, whatever it, you want, man. Either one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing that comes to mind is I remember... Being in Toronto, actually speaking to AC Slater, I was with him at Veld Festival, and like 
there's a huge rainstorm, so uh, we, like we fucking went all the way out there, and they're like, "You guys can't play because there's this rainstorm, and we're worried about people getting struck by lightning or some shit like that." So, uh, so yeah, we just ended up drinking like for the whole day, and the, and then they were like, "Now you guys can play," and I was like, "Oh shit." So I ended up playing for like a half an hour, and it was actually all right. I think Aaron got to play his whole show. But then we got to do like an after party at this place called Tattoo. It was like a little tiny, uh, like smaller club. Oh, the Canadian after party. And, yeah. And like I was supposed to I was supposed to do all this shit out while I was out there. I was supposed to go and hang with Mouse uh, the next day. And I ended up getting so fucked up that somehow... I don't know if this has ever happened with you guys, but I like at this point we all play so much. It's like I can play completely blacked out, like and and hit I, I most think of we the can. mixes. Yeah, I think we can. I, so I can like, to a point. There's a point. Yeah, so I ended up at this place and like I was just in this. I was in there drinking, and then it was like all of a sudden I realized that. <laughs> I was getting like pulled off of the stage. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like all of a sudden, it, like it had warped to me already having played, and then I, apparently I'd gotten on the microphone. <laughs> you, you often and do just that. cut all the music off and was just telling like telling people that they should shouldn't be like afraid to be weird and everybody should be weird. <laughs> like, you went a, full Kanye. Yeah, yeah totally. Just, full, at least there was a great message behind it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the message was. Just being, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it was like, all right, this dude's weird, and he's trying to tell other people that it's okay or something like that. I don't know what it was. That's amazing. And that's on YouTube for all you viewers out there that want to wear. So then, like, the agent you guys were talking about back in the day, it was like, she always was, like, trying to, she would, like, be really nice and be like, yo, don't worry about it. It wasn't a big deal. But it turned out that, like, everybody was super pissed, you know? Like... The whole fucking the club, all the like hospitality, uh, <laughs> like people were. It was like literally to the point where it was just like people in the crowd were like, "Yo, get the fuck off the stage," you know, like that level of. And then I ended up having to like do like a public apology and all these like for, forums that were basically like, "This dude's a fucking alcoholic and just being an asshole. He's taking it for granted that people, you know, it, it got pretty like." Dark, you know. Was this was this actually was, like, was this actually in Toronto? It was in Toronto, yeah. Dude, Toronto yeah, crowd, just, Toronto yeah. crowds are fucking angry, man. They're precious about their scene, definitely. <laughs> we, we had this we one time. That, that was the closing down of a club. Uh, what was the club's name? It was some like famous government government the gov the gov yeah, yeah. yeah the gov yeah, apparently yeah. super famous. But I mean, I don't know shit. And even if I did, I wouldn't have remembered the name. Uh, yeah. And we were supposed to be playing. Um, so yeah, so we were one of three. Over three nights, they were going to play. They were going to close the club down over three nights: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was like Armin van Buren played the night before us. Then we played. Then Mouse played. Yeah, but and here's here's the thing: nobody told us that it was closing down, or that there was, you know, the last three DJs or anything, or that the crowd apparently, unbeknownst to us, wanted yeah. like a three-hour set of fucking knife party of music that we didn't have. Oh shit! On the, on so, the so SK we turned cut. up, bam, 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 oh, played for an this. hour, and then we just fucked off. We didn't know what we we're doing. We didn't uh, I remember this. I do remember this actually. 
And afterwards, everybody's just like, you fucking piece of shit. Disrespectful. Like, yeah. Disrespecting the Canadian drum and bass scene. You're disrespecting the club, blah, blah, blah. And that's what, that's what, I, Plur- that's what Plur Police was about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, good. I mean, I feel like that that's always like the minority of people. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't need to tell you guys that. You guys all, always know that. That was the same shit with the thing that I did. It was like... I mean, actually, the thing that I did was way worse. Like, just in the sense that I had just cut the music off and was just, like, fucking <laughs> ranting. You know what I mean? Uh, I wish I could have seen that, man. in the end, it's like, I feel like we always, like, th- we say, like, everybody was, it was a disaster and everybody felt this way about something. Oh, it's always a it's like, minority, yeah. Yeah, it's always, yeah a- it's always pretty rare. But I will say that you're right. Like, I feel like Toronto in particular, it's got one of those kind of, like, I mean, of all the places in North America, I feel like it's had a very consistent, like, long history yeah. of dance music. Yeah. And, yeah, there's definitely some, like, elitist, purist dance people there. But, I mean, there's most certainly some in, in the States, too. And, like, fucking, I always am the type of person, too, that, like, one per like, everyone's like, great job. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> one guy's, like, says something negative, and I'm, like, uh, totally. writing this... Yeah, like finding his fucking SoundCloud page and being like, "Fucking give up, bro, you suck." Like, you, you know go, what I'm saying? You was, go Jay and Silent Bob on him. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Not anymore, but just because it's so, I don't have enough time anymore because I got a kid. It's like, yeah, waste too much time fucking talking shit on the internet. Vancouver's but, uh, a good yeah. town. Vancouver's cool. Yeah, I, I don't know Fuck if it's yeah. elitist, at elitist as elitist. So so is Toronto. Toronto's a good town yeah, it's for great. diplomacy. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we just ruined our our time there without realizing. Which, I mean, do you know what? Toronto was big in, for drum and bass as well. I can remember going there. It was one of the first places I yep. went. I mean, I wouldn't be making music probably if I didn't live as close as I did to Toronto because well, there you go because of that. Like there you go. I was getting tapes from our local record store that was like Kenny Ken and Mickey Finn and like that that era of like like yeah. hype and. Zinc and all that shit. That was like the time, like jungle, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raga, Raga jungle shit. Congo Natty, remember all that shit? And then, yeah, I think the first tune I heard on one of those tapes that made me want to mix drum and bass was like Alien Girl or yeah, one of the, the Locust remix of. We were just listen, yeah, listening Locust. to that tonight. Cut slow. Six. Wait, what's that? We were just listening to listening to that tonight. I don't know. I, n- I never really uh, appreciated, I guess, the sound design of the Ed Russian Optical stuff uh, as much as I do now. Like listening back to some of it, it's fucking yeah. Nuts. It 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 appealed to me. Yeah, it hasn't really gone too far since then. No. Like, in a nut in a nutshell, you know. <laughs> or it's come it's like full running, circle back to it. Run a fucking uh, like a detuned saw through a guitar pedal, pretty much. Is that like, how they did it? I mean, that's what it sounds like, right? The it's like I do a virus. Remember, I do remember being told they use lots of guitar pedals. Actually, apparently on Alien Girl, it was like an one of those old Oscar uh, synths through a through some distortion or some shit. I think Optical was saying. Right. Well, bottom line is it sounded like fucking guitars to me. Yeah. And like, I was listening to fucking like Nine Inch Nails and Skinny Puppy and like a lot of industrial rock stuff, and it was like. Uh, you know, jungle was cool. I was into like hip hop and all that kind of shit too. Did you, did you ever weird. hear that? Did you ever hear that? Were a weird time, man. We were lucky to be 
around during that time. It was like such a collision of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Prodigy. Did you ever hear did you ever hear that track Killer Bees by Usual Suspect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Isn't there like a hive remix of that? Yeah, I think so. Dillinger as well. Speaking of which, we've also got a, another segment, uh, a little new thing we've been playing with. It's 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 fucking it's fucking it's fucking uh, pretty stupid. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here ready? we go. The segment is called Bee or Wasp. It's the, <laughs> and it's the segment where you have to guess whether a sound is a bee or a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this uh, spooky-ass 90s game show music is behind it. Also, Jake, because you are the uh, current custodian of the bee, I feel like it's fitting that Jake plays bee or wasp first. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the bee right now. It's in the <laughs> studio. So it's basically uh, Gareth, I guess, against uh, either himself, if there's no one, or <laughs> the, the guest each week. Right, so it's me against Jake. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, first first one. Here we go. Uh, who should, who, uh, who I goes first? I want to go first. Give it. All right. Me. No, no looking at the at the no, at the thing. thing. Okay, here we go. B. What the fuck? What is a B? It's got to be a B. That oh. is correct. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, That's a B. It's a B. A B buzz sounds a little like fatter. Maybe <laughs> it's not as like. I feel like like wasps are like crackhead. Don't, don't overthink basically. it, man. Just go with your gut. Just just yeah. just feel it. There's no OTT right. on these. It's they're just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one. Jake, and Jake, this is, is you. Jake. All right. What are you saying? That's also a B. That is correct. Oh as man. Well. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, next one to Gaz. What do you think? Ooh, hmm. that sounded a little crackhead. That yeah. sounded yeah. like a wasp. The, those those wings were quite furious. Yeah, they're pretty unchained. <laughs> wasp unchained. They're unhinged. I'm gonna unhinged. say. I, I'm gonna say because bees have smaller wings, don't they? So they're gonna go faster. I'm gonna say B. That is wrong. It, it was a wasp. I feel like I, I like should have gone with my gut. Like, I should have gone with my gut. Wasps are like the wook version of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> But w- wasps are nasty, man. Do you know that they they live? Some of them live in figs. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking true, man. Yeah, actually, maybe you're right. Fig works. All right, next one. This one's for Jake. Wasp caviar. That's a wasp. Fuck, he's winning. All right. <laughs> I remember I fucking. I'm competitive. Back in the day when I was a kid, me and my friends, my, like before you were able to like get a hold of weed. I remember <laughs> I fucking. You ate wasps. I fucking smoked a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> what did it taste like? Was it smooth? It tasted like shit. It tasted like the worst taste you could possibly think of. You but, did you never do that? Never like, smoked no, a wasp. Never no. smoked any living animal. <laughs> I mean, we didn't start up smoking wasps. I, I only smoked. I only took one hit of a wasp. I was probably like, I was probably like eleven or twelve. But like, did you get a good buzz? You just go around in the yard, get it, and you pick. Like, we just picked all kinds of plants and we're trying to smoke them all. And like, I guess that's how they discovered weed. Got, yeah, to see if you got high, and then eventually someone's like, "Yo, you should smoke this," and then put a wasp in there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was the guy that tried it out. Oh, man, we're gonna have Peter on the phone. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Uh, I think it's you guys. Okay, okay. let's let's go. What are you saying about that one? Again, I just got a wasp. It's like a bee. It, it was in fact a fly. Oh, it was a fly. Yeah. 
I guess it's, it's, it's the curveball. It's, it's the frequency of the wings is just. Yeah. All right, Jake. What do you think of this? What, what do you think of this one? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of something clever. I can't think of anything. Yeah, that was a man pretending to be a wasp. That's right. <laughs> All right. That was um, great. Next one, guys. What do you th- what do you think of this one? Be a wasp. Is it sounds like a fucking gun. That was an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and for the last one, Jake, what do you think of this one? Well, he's, he's winning anyway. Be, be or wasp. <laughs> what are you saying? What song is that? Coco Jumbo, Coco Jumbo by Mr. President. Oh, okay. Oh, I just gave the answer away. I guess. <laughs> I guess I got to mark that as correct. Oh fuck. Which means that Jake wins. And that means, guys, you're out of the competition. Fuck it. That song sounded like if Toto and DJ Snake made a song. (laughs) Which should should happen. That should happen. Make that happen. (laughs) That would be tight, yeah, maybe. That would be sick. So, uh, yeah, what else is... (laughs) What else is on your mind, Jake? Uh, we've, we've got more much, segments, man. Got, yeah, I mean, I'm just, segments. I'm actually like just done for the rest of the year, uh, like playing shows and shit, and just gonna stay home and try to work on music. Okay. I've been looking for inspiration, you know? Like, yeah. Word. I don't know. I mean, this year there's a lot of dubstep this year in the states. I didn't really travel outside of America too much. I went to like China or to thailand and a couple places here and there but asia's popping off it's pretty cool yeah i see everybody it's, over it's, in china i hope I, I i guess i'm gonna be out there maybe soon i still was saying something about that but yeah i i mean i I've, i'm kind of like dub stepped out at the moment so i gotta <laughs> fucking go hear that come, come back my... come back to the house for a bit it's it's uh it's yeah fun. it's cool we like it yeah, I mean, part of the process usually is to go over to the UK and just hang out because I feel like, well, for one, just I'm coming from LA to St. Albans, essentially, to hang out, usually stay with John. It's like the total opposite, you know, like feels a lot more secluded. I end up like walking around a lot more and like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm like way more in the midst of just work it feels like work after a while being in la you know yeah yeah, yeah i feel that definitely like well we're gonna going see we're gonna to your place <laughs> fucking place like drink some fucking absinthe and fly drones around <laughs> that's always a- well we can do that we're gonna see you soon we'll be in la soon oh yeah for yeah. uh that show i can't remember the name i can't remember the name day of the dead day of the, day of the dead yeah. Yeah, yeah day of the dead so that'd be cool. Yeah, Justice Justice is playing there too. I saw that. Yeah, I saw everyone complaining about it. Like Knife Party and Justice, who the fuck listens to them anymore? Fuck you. Whoever, really? Whoever that was. That's that that minority again, puffing their little fucking heads up. Yeah, it's probably just some fucking wook that wants to see. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna fucking Grateful Dead. I'm gonna research this wook shit. Well, <clears throat> thanks for um coming on, Jake. Yeah. Be this the first of yeah, many. I don't know if any of that. 
was entertaining. I hope somebody laughed. It is to us. Somewhere. Which is all that's important because we do this for our own entertainment, and no one else's. At, le- at least we got that. Good. At least we got that wasp smoking story out there. That was that that's was good. good. <laughs> See that that could have been in your DJ confessional, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole thing's a confessional. Confessional. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need we need to get on one of these um, when it ends up backstage in a green room, drunk, and then do another It'll podcast. Be, do another I'm podcast sure and then com- compare them. Hilarious. I probably would have to. It would either career ending have to be edited or career ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, go cool, ahead. Thanks, right. Jack. Yeah, see ya. Goodbye. All right, what should we do for the for the rest of this fucking thing? I, I, well, I've got to stop denigrating the podcast. Denigrating is that the word? Look, we're enjoying it. <laughs> it's fine. We can we can. De- no, not so deprecate, self-deprecate. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We say, get put. I don't know in the in your in your bingo, and oh. smoke it. <laughs> that, well, that, I don't um, think they did that. That's surprising. Mad. Maybe they just didn't want to offend offenders producers. <laughs> no yeah. one wants to do that, Rob. The marginalized, <laughs> the marginalized sectors of the community. Yeah. Idiom. Cunts. I went and saw the Chemical Brothers the other day. Did you? What were they like? Fucking amazing. Do you know what? I, 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 walk, I walked into... Because, you know, obviously they're great. With, their visuals are great. Uh, yeah. And I walked into it being like, come on. How, what more can you possibly do with some lights and some video? And every time I walk out, I'd be like, touche, Chemical Brothers, touche. Like just little tricks that they do with their production that you're like, fuck that. Do they have the Do they have the whole the whole setup? Everything. So this, this was all, like... All the synths on stage and everything. Yeah, all plugged in. Um, it was, yeah, it was fucking incredible. Um, just, I love that. They, you know. <laughs> they're, they're releasing some new shit recently, aren't yeah. they? I think that's why they're, they're out performing and doing a new album. Do you remember that? Do you remember the time that we did, I don't know why we were doing this, but we were DJing at a socialist rally. Why, why was that? Oh, that was, uh, that was in Perth. And we played, and as they marched on Parliament, we, we played them off with It Doesn't Matter by the Chemical oh, Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing is, I didn't even realise that that was a political statement. I just like the song. Yes. I love the kick drum in that. It's fat. Yeah. Right. That was a tune. I don't know, I don't know what to think of the new one. I, I like it, but it's it's kind of messy, I think, intentionally. That's their style, though, isn't it? That's yeah. the vibe. Um, what I did notice, uh, I thought when I walked in that the sound system was a bit whack because Ale- Alexander Palace is a bit whack. Ali Pally. Yeah. But I think like some of the old, the really old songs just sounded a a touch weak but the new ones the mixes were sick really like yeah massive 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 love to know what they do for their live setup you, you never really know when there's shitloads of equipment like that on stage like I don't, I don't know how much of the prodigy is live or yeah. the chems or well we are live rob we know that that's what matters yeah when we go home at the end of the day we know that we've <laughs> sweated and cried and shat our pants over being live yeah, well, if, if I was miming, on, I, I already feel like a fraud on stage. If I was miming, I'd have to fucking <laughs> jump into the sea and sw- swim away like an Australian Prime Minister. <laughs> Defo. Right, well, um, should we get back to work and, and work on music? We should, especially because right. I was going to play one this week and uh, ran we'll out of time. We'll do it next week if we do it next week. Yeah. That's, um, okay, well, we've done all the stupid segments. <laughs> let's let's say goodbye stop, then. Stop denigrating the podcast. Sorry, or whatever the word is. Um, we're going to randomly play uh, a tune from that artist that Jake was talking about. Yeah, play us out. 
so this is so don't blame me if it's if it's whack, which I'm sure it's not. Uh, you can blame Jake. All on right, and, and goodbye, good riddance, millennials. <laughs> yes, goodbye and good riddance. We love you. This is uh, no doubt by Matroda and Dylan Nathaniel. Bye. See ya. Bye. The stream is now finished. Please exit the building in an orderly fashion.